Hello, welcome back to Long Distance Podcast. Uh, today it's just uh, me and Ilham <laughs> again. Every uh, day, bro. <laughs> uh, Ika has other businesses that she has to attend, therefore she is not here Some today. Spicy business Some that we will not. <laughs> yes, that we will not. Uh, will not expand. But yeah. <laughs> Yes, so she's busy, so it's just the both of us again for the third week in a row? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. All right, so again, we we have our new segment, Whatever Happened Last Week. Yeah, we we don't have that much to talk about, just because we've both been pretty busy this week. I don't really keep up with anything going on. Ilham is slumped with work. I have some uh, uni deadlines to attend so we didn't really catch up on anything except on our work or studies um yeah so we tried to piece some news that we found that is relevant and an additional (laughs) as the first one isn't really news it's just a story uh (laughs) yes I, i heard you dropped your phone okay so um (laughs) Uh, well, I don't know the full story either. Like, I don't know what happened. Okay, so story time. <laughs> story time. I almost died. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so finished your job. What? <laughs> <Nothing>. <laughs> so the I think on let's just say today is Saturday. So when I ran, I ran on Thursday. So I don't know. I, oh, I dropped my phone on Tuesday. Okay, so I dropped my phone on Tuesday or Wednesday. I was doing my interval training, which requires you to run like at your max effort at one point when you're doing intervals. So yeah. I think that it was a Wednesday. So on a Wednesday, uh, I was just I was doing my intervals and I put my phone in my on my like I have I have like running specific shorts that I use but um I have two and this pair has the phone pocket outside because like all these running shorts usually have only two pockets like one small pocket for either some change and like ID and a phone pocket so Bro, I like put most my... running shorts just don't have pockets I hate it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's they, just... they don't have pockets and they have like the the netting oh yeah yeah, yeah. Was a quick uh, side note yeah do you do you have uh, pants with the netting inside like you know, you're like not supposed to wear underwear or whatever, and just just wear the pants. Uh, I it's not netting; it's just like an inner layer. But it so there's two yeah, shorts. It, that, I mean, it's it's not like swimming shorts, swimming trunks netting, but like it's kind of like a netting. I don't know. I hate it. <laughs> okay, so the there's one shorts that has that like really tight like underwear material, and inside, and then the outside is loose. Like I have that one. And then the other shorts that I usually, uh, that I use more frequently just has like a, it doesn't have that tight thing, but it has like a support hardness, I would say. Like, it's just like, (laughs) it's not tight, but it's just there. And it's not like, it's not like a boxer form. It's like a brief form. I think that's what you mean by the netting, right? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just don't like anything other than the shorts. Plus, they also normally don't have pockets either. So, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, my personal preference is always to wear my own 
underwear. <laughs> it, I mean, like, okay, the thing is, for uh, these two shorts, the, the ones that has more pockets, I was using that one. And I've, I had no problems with it uh, until when my phone fell this Wednesday because like the pocket is outside the the it's like a it's like the pocket for your phone is on your on your butt but it's mm. like I think it's because I keep using it like the 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 the, the stretch is already like not loose but it's just less tight so then like your phone my my phone might have not been like uh like held in a secure place and this has this hasn't been a problem with me. And these shorts are relatively relatively new. I bought them like a month or so. Um, so, but then I've been using because I've been running like very frequently. I just wash them, use them, wash them. And I like these shorts so much that because they have they have more than just that. They're they're like pants. Uh, they have pockets that are just like normal pants. They have two two front pockets, one back pocket with a zipper and then a phone pocket. So then like you could use it for daily wear and it's not like tight as well. So I use the, I use these shorts like very frequently. So I guess like, it's just not as tight as it when I bought new. <laughs> Let's just say that because yeah, you know, wash, wear and everything. So and going then... back to, going back to the story, uh, I was doing my intervals. I put my phone in that pocket and I honestly, I don't think I've run like, 10 out of 10 effort, I don't think I've ever like, ran so fast in my life. <laughs> no, the no. phone just like, fucking flew out of the <laughs> I am speed. But no, it's just like, uh, it's, I was running really, I was running in 10 out of 10 effort. And uh, I felt like, um, it was just like 15 seconds of that. And then I was running and then out of nowhere, like I think like midway. So like around that 10 second mark, I felt like lighter. <laughs> <laughs> and then like oh, I, huh. I, I, I ran I ran not, not in a public park but I ran like in a park where it's like it's the it's the neighborhood park at my neighborhood so my taman I would say and there were just there were like a bunch of people there and then like I could hear the kids saying like eh, jatuh, jatuh, gitu. which means in Indonesian <laughs> which Indonesian Indonesian means in, in, in English it means like your phone fell your phone fell like these little kids teasing me but I was I, I was locked in on that that 15 seconds of just running sprinting really fast so I sprinted back I took my phone because I, I, I don't know if the kids were trying to take it or something but I was just, I, and then I sprinted again for the other five seconds, and then I continued running because I was just like really in the zone, and I and my music, I I was using like um, uh, what is it, Bluetooth earphones. So then like my my Bluetooth earphones are still running, so I think my phone is fine; it's not broken or anything. So then when I was doing my breaks from intervals, I took my phone out, and then I saw the screen was cracked, and uh, mm. I thought I have a screen guard. But then I thought it was just the glass screen guard that broke. I was like, ah, it's fine. I think it's a screen guard. And then when I got home, I, I, I opened the screen guard and the whole phone, like three quarters of <laughs> three quarters of the phone was cracked. So, uh, yeah, uh, I broke my phone. Um, but the the main story is that was actually just a side story, even though I don't know, it took like 10 minutes. The background story is pretty long. But yeah. So, um, because of, um, the ongoing Corona, uh, the COVID or the, the virus, I would say, uh, it's not really, uh, not safe, but it, it's not safe that it's, it's not, uh, 
the best thing to yeah, do. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Just, just to, to, so people don't get left to the like last minute. He basically fixed his phone screen, and this is his story. <laughs> we never mentioned that. Oh yeah, like so, he, he yeah. fixed the phone screen on his own. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, so it's not safe. For, uh, so going back to the story, it's not safe to go to um the mall right now so i can't repair my phone in the mall and i just started googling how much my um phone screen was i don't ha- i relatively don't have a, a an expensive phone i would say i think i think it's a reasonably priced phone and um i was just wondering how much like a screen would cost and i started googling like is it okay to change your screen or is like alternatives i would say can is there like a service where you send your phone and like you get your screen uh, you get your phone back in like a day uh no services were there or and i called the i called my phone dealer guy and he's like oh the store is closed right now so i don't have any alternatives so i just started googling how to fix your own phone screen and it's relatively doable i would say so despite my uh, it for like for reference it was uh it was 290,000 rupiah which is like around what $20 ilham uh yeah i guess around that uh, 20 it was $20 for the phone screen itself around 4 to $5 for this for the tools and the glue and with shipping it it was 400,000 so around yeah around 30 Right, and not, yeah, around thirty thirty-five dollars for all the things that I needed. So I changed my phone screen myself at home with relatively okay tools. Like they're tools that that are used to fix phones, but they're not professional tools. And I just used like YouTube to teach me, and it was a success. So wow, take that. Or what? YouTube. <laughs> take take that uh, phone services. I would say, I think I voided my warranty though, which is, <laughs> of course, I voided my warranty, dude. I I took the phone apart myself. Yeah, so apart. yeah, so yeah, so I I I voided it. But I mean, did did uh, yeah? I, I don't know how long it lasts for that uh, phone. I mean, oh no, it's like uh, it's way it's already it's like six months and it's been like a year since i bought this phone so yeah 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 so i fixed the whole i fixed the screen myself it's a new screen so i didn't fix it i replaced it replaced the screen and i think like with determination the the moral of the story is (laughs) with determination and the the drive to prove your dad wrong because my dad said you can't do it (laughs) 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 He gave me so the deal with the deal is with my dad is just like I told him like hey give me the money to replace the screen if I don't succeed I'll pay for the own the services myself but if I don't like so then so your your benefit is that if I don't if I can't replace it I'll replace my own screen you already you don't have to spend any more money you spend this initial amount the 400,000 and you can insult me this whole <laughs> the whole time because you were right but then if I but then if I do it I like I have, I got a new, I got a new screen myself. Like it's, it's free, and I have the achievement of replacing my own screen. I would say. <laughs> so yeah. So again, moral of the story is: if you have the proper drive or the proper proper tools to drive you, 
a few a few minutes or a few hours of your time if your phone screen is broken or any other thing that is doable and you can do it at home and relatively you can you have like good motor skills i guess i don't even have good i have like okay motor skills i would say so yeah you can do it so yes that's it <laughs> that's nice. the story Congrats, dude. so uh on to a more serious topic i would say um the ice or ice deporting international students in america which is a very sad topic to talk about so ilham what do you know about this I don't know. I mean, it's just um, <clears throat> pretty much when this is announced. Like, we're recording this on July 11th. Probably was mm. announced was it last weekend or like early this week or something. Yeah, I was like, I, I think I read it around Monday, Sunday, yeah. Monday, like last week. Essentially, what's happening is ICE. Oh God, I forgot what I stands for. I stands for Immigration and Customs Enforcement. So basically mm. they have control over um student visas, I guess. Um and what they so I don't know if it's a new I, I didn't I didn't really look more into it, I guess, which probably should have, but Someone told me that uh, so as a as an international student, if you want to stay in the U.S., you need a student visa. And in order to get a student visa, someone told me that um, actually, no, I ignore this. Someone told me, <laughs> but what they're doing is because of COVID, whenever a lot of schools are going online um, in terms mm-hmm. of like the curriculum, and I basically announced that if you're an international student, and you have a student visa, uh, you need to. In order to retain your student visa or or get a new student visa or, or whatever, you need to uh, be attending a university that has, or you need to be enrolled in a in-person class. Uh, it cannot be um, an online-only curriculum. So like, say this fall, if you're taking, uh, if you're only taking online classes, if you're not in the US uh, or... Say you're you're in your second year. I don't know why I'm explaining this. I'm pretty sure everyone knows how this works. But if you're in your second year, going into your third year for this coming fall, and because of COVID, you went home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're taking the online classes. You will not be able to keep your student visa because you're not taking an in-person class. Basically, is that's what it is. Um, oh wait, so then oh so so people who already went home, they don't have a. They have to apply for another student visa, like after. No, 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 you, no, no, you don't apply. But like, I mean, you just your your student visa will get revoked. I think because what in order hell? to, yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's why it's a the a big issue. But it's like, yeah, you, you basically just can't keep your student visa. Uh, but from what I've heard, someone told me that the rule has always been like that. Um, like the rule has always been. In order to have a student visa, you need to take, um, because there's always been requirements for like international students where it's like, uh, if you're an international student with student visa, you need to be enrolled in like X 
certain number of classes in order to be considered a student to be uh, applicable for a student visa. Um, it's like I think international students can't. So, for as an example, for me, I would take like I was on a quarter system or basically a trimester. So think about it that way, and I would take like four classes every semester or every trimester. Um, if you take two or fewer classes, you're considered not a full-time student. You're considered like a, a part-time student, which I think international students, I think, cannot do. Or, or like, if they international students have to take at like more than one class or something like that, because mm. otherwise they're not considered a, or otherwise they can't be applicable for a student visa. I think it's something like mm. that. Or some students, um, they like to take a quarter or a semester off. Just because like they've already fulfilled the requirements for graduation, you mm -hmm. can't do that as an international student because you need to be like enrolled in a class. I guess mm. I don't know. There's always been requirements around international students, um, like taking certain number of classes in order to maintain the student visa. So from I think my friend told me that the rule has always been like that that they have to take an in-person class. I guess I, I don't know actually, May, or maybe. It, the rule didn't specify like in-person class because it is weird like if you're under normal circumstances if i was in jakarta and i was studying or and i i took a class in the university in the u.s it'd be weird if i got a student visa just by doing an online course you know mm. so it makes sense in isolation but given what's going on in the world it is very problematic because like a lot of people can't even go home because if they don't so if they don't have a student visa and they can't stay in the US essentially they're going to get deported but then a lot of countries do have travel restrictions on uh people coming out of the US because the US is a covid hotspot so mm. it seems like a lot of people can get displaced uh so it's it's pretty bad. So there's a, I mean, I think like uh, Harvard or MIT, they put together a, they're like trying to sue ICE or they, they are suing ICE. Harvard, I think. MIT, and Northeastern. <laughs> Northeastern yeah, I mean, has the, joined the team. <laughs> I mean, the the thing with, I don't know, it, it's, I mean, it it's good that they're doing that, I think. ICE is overall just a problematic organization seems or there, there was a controversy with ice like a while ago maybe like two or three years ago i'm trying to two or three years ago where like they <clears throat> there's that whole thing about um how they were raiding homes with families who had like illegal immigrants or whatever you remember that that's the, uh, the remember that noah I, shirt oh yeah it yeah, was yeah. like re related to that so it was like something to do with um like immigrant or children who were born in the US with like the with like illegal immigrant parents and how they were all being locked up and yeah there was it, it's always been controversial uh or it's been controversial for a while now I guess. Mm. Um yeah, but it it's also <clears throat> interesting like you, these universities in the U.S. they make a lot of their money from 
international students. Like international mm-hmm. students basically always pay full tuition. It's it's I would say like very it's extremely difficult to get scholarship as an international student. Whereas like mm-hmm. it is a little easier. So you can you can apply for like financial aid if you're a US student, which is different from a scholarship. So mm-hmm. financial aid or in some schools, financial aid basically like they they look at the income of your parents and they determine like it doesn't it doesn't affect your chances of getting into the school but say say you're already accepted to a school then they ask you okay what are your parents income um and then they basically give they basically help you attend the school if your parents income is like if they can't actually afford to send you to that university uh and like that type of financial aid doesn't apply to international students um so basically on average US citizens pay a lot less for your US universities versus international students who pay like full tuition mm-hmm. like what $70,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So they make a lot of their money from them and so they're they're <laughs> they're obviously upset as well. Yeah and and a lot I think like the the response from like some some universities that I've read so far is like really good where they provide classes where it's basically just like a just a made up class where they just attend physical in like class physically outside in like a in like their yard I don't know what it's a lawn uh their outside university <laughs> space like nyu yeah. is offering something like that uh yeah. your brother explained that uh, ilham's brothers attends berkeley attends yeah he he attends Ber- berkeley and they said his friends are enrolling to that like that class that they offer in berkeley as well so i think it's a good response from the from the universities that actually of course like still it's still financially driven action i would say it's for their financial interest but it's also it's taking a stand uh, as well to ice because it's unfair for these students to get basically deported because it's not even their fault they're not they can't attend class right yeah it sucks <laughs> yeah next topic Okay, Elham. So this is this is a topic that you know more absolutely. I mean, know there's, more there's than not me. much to say about it. We just I, I just don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> so Elham, uh, Elham has been simping on this e girl. Uh, her name is Nico, as previously mentioned, and she got signed to a esports organization called Hundred What Hundred Teams. Hundred Thieves. Yeah. Hundred what? So, so con- Hundred Thieves. Thieves. Oh, okay. I was like, teens. Wow, that sounds dirty. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> hundred teens. Just saying. <laughs> oh, you said teens. Bro, I thought you said yeah, teens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> hundred thieves. <laughs> hundred thieves. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay so Nico got signed to hundred thieves. Um, yep, congrats to her. Congrats to her. Uh, as you guys remember, Nico is the OK Boomer girl. Um, base. I don't know what content she makes, but congratulations! Yeah, she's like I guess. A streamer. Yeah. Any 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 news? Like no, any? I mean, that's anything you want to say about that? 
an achievement to her work, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I, I, you wanted to put this in here. Yeah, okay. So I want to put this there because Ilham liked the tweet where she announced that she was signed to 100 Thieves. And then I was like, oh, maybe she wants to talk about that. But it's just, I guess there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about other than like... Congratulations. We, congratulations. For those of you who don't know, 100 Thieves is like a... <clears throat> It's it's an esports organization, or I guess just like a gaming organization. Um, I think it started as an esports org, but an esports organization. Is essentially, it how it works is it prominent? Is, I've never heard of them. It it's pretty big. Uh, they they like got a lot bigger over like the past couple of years. Are they like um, are are they like an organization for streamers, or are they like it's like everything? They have an esports team. Yeah, every every like or they do esports as well as content creators. Um, mm. So most most teams or organizations like this were founded on, I th- I think primarily to be like esports teams, so like competing in oh. uh, like tournaments and stuff like that. Um, but then they also some of them also sign like just content stream. creators, so like people who stream, people who do YouTube, um, oh. stuff like that. And it's just, it's basically for, for the people that get signed, um, or for like a, for example, uh, an esports player, um, mm. an esports player, you know, without this sponsorship, most of their money just comes from like going to tournaments and you only get, you only win something, some money if you place basically like, they live eight or something. Prize pools. Yeah. Um, so this is a good way for, is that cough or sneeze? Cough, cough. Sorry. All right. <laughs> nah, but like getting a sponsorship like this is a good way for them to get like some kind of stable, stable income. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's that's all it is. Mm. All right. So there's this is the last topic that I want to bring up, I guess. Uh, so I think this this happened like this morning in jakarta time and I, I and i saw i didn't see the full episode but i saw the highlights so um jada pinkett smith who is will smith's wife uh basically um i would say acknowledged that she cheated on will smith with this guy called august i forgot uh and while they were married, by the way, but they were on break or something like that. It's just super weird, and she did, she did she didn't call it she didn't call it cheating. She was I was in an entanglement. She said that, which was sort of weird. Which, like he, and then you could see Will Smith was very depressed, I guess. But I think it just um, why I brought this topic up is just you know like people a lot of people should like idolize like oh that's a celebrity couple goals or something like that and there's just like a lot of behind the scenes when it comes to that that's their public image i guess and um shouldn't idolize people like that i guess like i shouldn't idolize like don't don't fantasize about like oh i want to be like oh that those like celebrity couple goals like just have a good perception of your so Shah Sha attacks Stan culture. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. I really do. 
I hate stan culture, especially K-pop stans. Yes, I am calling for you. You guys can DM me personally. Twitter, my Twitter, my Twitter is open if you can find it. I hate K-pop I mean, stans. I guess it just depends, <laughs> like with with like what you're talking about. I guess it's just mm. um, celebrities typically have like. I mean, I guess anyone, even even if you don't have a PR team i think like mm. a lot of people a lot of celebrities in the past will have it's like it's very pr you have a strong pr tr i'm trying to think like for example uh, sports players um i feel like in the past in terms of social media people just i mean people are just so bad at social media like in the old days mm. um like they have a pr team to handle like social media specifically because because they want to make sure they don't say anything like wrong or whatever, and then I think a lot of the younger people now they're more like they control their own like Twitter or they control their own Instagram and like they're a lot more personable and stuff like that. Um, but like they ultimately still put on like a an image, I guess. In and a I sense. mean, like or, uh, most some some celebrities are just disinterested or uninterested in. Uh, having social media so then they just have like a they have an account or for example like tom cruise like i know he doesn't he's not active in social media but he has his team there's just yeah, like tweets yeah. like stuff that like to promote new things i guess yeah <coughs> yeah but it's yeah i mean just don't think that you yeah. know them based off of pictures seeing them in a movie or like or or like public uh appearances like these people also have like i guess they're inner demons and like pro like personal problems as well like everyone else and just like have a good like have a healthy perception of you know like a relationship like maybe through your eyes or just maybe learning from like not different learning from different people as well and just through your personal experiences i guess just don't publicly stand them i guess i mean like you can but it's this just, yeah it's i mean this like, i guess this applies to everyone in terms of like mm. not not feeling adequate are, are, we, are we talking about idolization here or are we talking about idolization um, okay then then yeah in terms of idolization then don't feel yeah. less like the like you know don't feel less just be confident <laughs> And that's coming from me, bro. <laughs> Wait, how does that relate to idolization? I mean, like, just I'm I guess, like, now. don't idolize, like, don't, don't, like, I don't know how to say it. I guess it's just like, like, don't, don't look up to your idols too much. It's just like, that's what I mean, I guess. Or I think just don't, don't, don't um... overindulge in, like, yeah. Celebrity. I mean, we've talked about this, like, the previous week it's like if a sports player a good mm, basketball player right, yeah. doesn't doesn't necessarily role model just because they're really mm. good at basketball like just because they're mm. one of the best in the world at basketball doesn't mean that they're uh they're an ideal role model like doesn't mean they're like automatically a nice person yeah even mm. even to that extent so mm. like just because you have two high profile celebrities who have a good public image i guess doesn't necessarily mean that everything's good behind the scenes either 
Mm. Yeah. It just, it just was like layers to it, mm. I guess. And then mm. you don't always see. Yeah. So yeah, that wraps up this this week's episode, I guess. <laughs> it's a very short one because Ilham has a bike ride in like 30 minutes or so, I guess, that he wants to do. Uh, I want to sleep because it's 12.42 a.m. in the morning. Uh, uh, in the Like basically at middle of midnight and i want to wake up early tomorrow so i could run my first 12k <laughs> oh very nice yes so it's gonna be a very tiring day for both of us um him first me um sorry if this is inadequate content uh we've been very busy as as aforementioned before um Aforementioned big, before, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as aforementioned before, yeah, it's big words, man. Like, no, I mean they, they mean the same thing. <laughs> as as mentioned before, okay. <laughs> as mentioned before, um, this week's suggestions. It's like the next, the next upcoming segment. <laughs> the next upcoming. Uh, it's our our favorite segment. I would say is uh, your suggestion. Uh, our suggestions. Um, Ilham, please go first. <laughs> I, I guess, like, I don't know why. I I, I sort of gravitate, gravitated on... Uh, I have, like, a few books. Like, I, I have, like, a, a bunch of books on my desk. But then um, wow. there was this book that I haven't been... Uh, that I haven't read in a long time that I started... The holy book? <laughs> the Quran, yeah. I read that <laughs> every day, bro. Just, um... <laughs> I, I've been... I guess like I've I haven't read this book in a while. I think the last time I I, I read this book day. was no, no no not I'm not suggesting the Quran even <laughs> though that that's the ultimate suggestion. You're not I don't have to suggest that to you if you're Muslim. Just read it. It's very nice. It's a good story. <laughs> but um, I guess five like star review yeah. on Amazon. <laughs> five star review. It's not in. It's in bestsellers. <laughs> um. So then I've been oh God, see I lost my New York Times bestseller. <laughs> uh, okay, so I haven't read this book right, in stop, a while. Stop. <laughs> I haven't read this book in a while, and um, I just start. I just started reading it again. Uh, I read this book in ninth grade. I think ninth grade. Um, it's called The Kite Runner, and it's it's been there um, for for a bit. And I just started reading it again. I'm I'm like a quarter, not even a quarter. Like I just started reading like a, like ten twenty pages, I guess. And so far, it's uh, I suggest that it's a really really good book. This is my like second or third reading. I think I read it again when I was in uh, high school because of for my IAs. So yeah, I really think that it's a good book. It's The Kite Runner by Khaled Husseini. Or I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's I think it's Husseini or Husseini uh, <laughs> with the. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I suggest that. It's a really good book, and there's a movie if you don't want to watch the if you don't want to read it. There's a movie, but I I don't think it gives it justice. Uh, it's really uh, the book is so much better. Wow. But yeah, Kite Runner. Nice. Thank Ilham, you for how about sharing. you? Um. What have I done? 
I just finished. I mean, I mentioned it last week, but I I didn't give her. I can say anything because I haven't finished it. But I watched uh, watched Gunbuster, which is a mm. short. The anime last week. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I only watched like one episode last week, so, so if it, I so mean, now, only, you can, now you can start six episodes. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like a. I think it started is basically made by the same guy that made Evangelion, which mm. is Evangelion. Um, in terms of its significance, I think it it made. Um, it made people see anime as like a a medium mm. that can be adult themed, I guess. So like you know, mm-hmm. it's not just for kids. Um, and like uh, Gunbuster is written made by the same director or the same mm. writer, and that was like his his first like official anime that he made. I guess his directorial debut. Mm. Uh, so like it's very like rough. It's kind of raw. Uh, mm. Like the first, I think originally it was meant to be a, a parody of a, a different anime, and then it mm-hmm, turned into mm-hmm. this its own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's good. It's not like it's definitely not perfect, but it has a lot of uh, like a lot of tropes or stereotypes that you see um, in like later anime. So I think it started a lot of those trends, which is cool. Um, so. Yeah, historically significant. Okay. If you're interested in the mega genre. Okay. Whew. All right. Uh, again, sorry if this is a short podcast for our standards of short, which is pretty <laughs> long. <laughs> but yeah, uh, stay home again. Stay safe. And we'll see you on the next one. Hopefully with a longer and much more exciting topic, I guess. So yeah. perhaps, perhaps we we're if, saving them if, for the if, from yeah when we have more people. Yeah, aka Ika come back. It's been three weeks, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, she left to get milk three weeks ago. <laughs> I haven't seen her since. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. Peace. Thank you.